Welcome back, everyone. I'm Cheyenne Dominguez, and I'm here with Juan Dominguez. All right, we got a fun show for you in honor of the Winter Olympics. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Winter Olympics are February 4th through 20th. The opening ceremony is Friday, February 4th. And I think it's going to be, for the first time, a morning opening ceremony, probably because we're like, 12 hour time difference sure. from Beijing, something like that. So have your morning coffee. Have your morning coffee. Yeah, it's the day before my birthday. Do I get a medal for that? You, <laughs> I love medals. You should get a medal. You should get them. You deserve a medal. Thank you. You do, especially uh, well, we'll get with the story we're yeah. about to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk about some Olympic highlights <laughs> first, if you will. So what are some of the things that you've researched? Okay, so uh, I love the Winter Olympics and, you know, um, I just learned to ski a couple of years ago mm -hmm. because you know how to ski and I didn't and I learned to ski. So there are 11 alpine skiing events and, you know, our boys are snowboarders. Yep. So I checked and there are also 11 snowboarding events. I think the one I'm most excited about is the one called Big Air. And love it's exactly air. that big air, right? Snowboarders sure. in big air. And I think the boys will love that. So that's definitely like top on my list that I think we should watch as a family. Well, I think uh, ice skating too. You love, you love some good ice skating. It doesn't have I, to be the Olympics. It doesn't. I love figure skating. Yeah, figure skating. That's what I meant. Yes. Figure skating. Yes. I love that. And um, I mean, gosh, I remember the whole Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan, situation that happened so many years ago like when i think figure skating and the Olymp winter olympics that always comes to mind it, that's yeah that um that but was certainly something that was something that was something did i ever tell you that i am a um something of a of a good ice skater i took a class at uh, at west point nine lessons on ice skating did you know that you never told me that yeah i didn't even know you could stand up on ice skates wait is this a required class? It wasn't required as elective. <laughs> it was a grade. Yeah. You took figure skating? I or took ice figure skating, skating, I think my sophomore as, year. Yeah. That's an elective. I did. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So boxing is a required boxing is a requirement. Class. Yeah. Yeah. Figure skating is an elective. Figure skating. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. quite a, I'm like a little Dorothy <laughs> Hamill on um, on ice. You have never, ever once opted to go want to go ice skating next time we go i'll i'll, I'll, I'll uh, show you my stuff very interesting <laughs> i don't know if i believe this all course, right but well, we're gonna have to <laughs> i can't believe i just learned something new about you on the like podcast future podcast okay, well, some I'll, other wait before you ahead, mention yes. some other fun sports winter olympics the luge i always oh. think that's fun the luge there was a video game luge that I was really good at for a number of years. I did not know that game. Yeah, I, I don't know I why it was so random, but I was so good at this video game. I can't remember what game or gaming platform it was on, but I remember I was like always number one in this video game, the luge video game. That so. says a lot about your personality because losers are bananas. I mean, God bless them, <laughs> but they basically go head first, barreling down. Barreling down, yeah, just like throw caution to the wind. Yeah. yeah. Some it's of the most cool. spectacular crashes are, are losers. Not that I would wish that on anybody, but. I really find it to be a very in, interesting. It's like, I can't not watch. If that's on. Can't not watch the I can't not watch Okay, good. Lose. I'm glad okay. you brought that one up too. Yeah. And then curling. Curling is like the funniest winter Olympic sport. 
it's like, I don't know, I feel like moms would be really good at that. Like how fast can you clean and smooth the ice in front of this I'm device not, I'm not that's sliding? I'm not going to I don't, I just feel like, trap. well, I feel like I could secretly be good at it and not even know it, you right? Know, because I feel like I've been doing that since I've had kids. <laughs> Currently, a lot of technique, and you'd be surprised. I'm they, sure I'm totally underestimated. They work out. I get it. They work out quite a bit, according to what I've seen on ESPN. Okay. They, yeah, they've got a whole workout regimen. So I'm sure. I have no doubt. I'm sure all <laughs> all the sports do. Okay, but what's your favorite My Olympic favorite sport or is, Olympic uh, Winter Olympic memory? So sure. I mean, I remember 1976 and Dorothy Hamill captured the you know the U.S. attention because she was so. Um, she was like a princess on ice. She was, was America's, you, you were one. I Thank was you. one. Thank you for that, babe. Uh, <laughs> so, and, so anyway, Dorothy Hamill and how the sport has evolved over so many years yeah. from very simple routines to like, you know, triple sow cow, axle Flips and thingies. Trips yeah, yeah. And stunts, basically. It's something else. It's a different type <laughs> like of athlete. Figure stunt skating. But I think anyone that's around my age uh, remembers, I think the biggest uh, winter Olympic memory was the 1980. U.S. men's uh, hockey team win Ice over hockey. the Soviet Union, and mm -hmm. if you know it's during the Cold War, and uh, it was a bunch of college kids playing against basically a bunch of professional uh, hockey players, and mm -hmm. no one thought that they could do it. And you know what people, a lot of people don't remember is when they beat the Russians. Um, it was four to three, and everyone celebrated like crazy. There was still one game to go. So how do you remember the score of? so many games in history because i'm a like man. all these different that's, that's what we do that's all these one different of our innate sports traits. yeah like i i mean if i asked you something i that happened yesterday that i said yesterday you wouldn't remember but you remember the score of not even the final game mike ruzioni <laughs> mike ruzioni scored the winning goal <laughs> Uh, and uh, great movie, Miracle on Ice. Well, that's what I was going to say. This is right. This is the uh, event or sequence of events that inspired the movie Miracle on Ice, which I love. I could watch that movie over great and over movie. and over. Herb Brooks, uh, uh, you know, was the uh, coach of the team, and that, that great uh, scene where they go uh, back and forth on the ice all night after the players were checking out the ladies, and I believe it was Sweden. And, um, <laughs> and all you hear is again. And then the whistle goes and they just go until they, they basically it. collapse. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was insane. That but was in, intense. Intense. Insane. But uh, her Brooks got the best out of him. That's for sure. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. So let's talk for a moment about your. Um, Olympic trial. Your. <laughs> Olympic fiasco. Uh, in what I would call the category, the Olympic category would probably be the closest would be ski jump. Ski jump slash big air. See, <laughs> <laughs> but I got nowhere. But you were on skis, not a snowboard. You were on skis. So uh, at the end of 2021, we took a lovely trip out to Breckenridge, Colorado to um, snowboard and ski. Snowboard and ski. Get out there on the powder, With right? The boys and uh, our oldest girlfriend. We had yeah, a blast. We had a great time um, until about, well, we were midweek in. No, we were the, the, the second to last day of skiing. It was the second next, to last next day. Next to the of last skiing. day of skiing. Yeah. yeah and you decided um, to 
end up in the hospital. Um, but we'll walk you through it. So, so you continue to say you. There was no you about this. I am a perfectly good skier. Not a great skier. Good skier. Green. Perfectly good skier. Blue. You know, I can hold my own. Okay. And we were getting off the lift with which with my family is the most dangerous thing <laughs> that one can do because they are a disaster <laughs> getting off the lift. Now, well, I'm still a new skier. Yes. Okay. And the boys are still you new snowboarders. You fell the first time and then you And were then great. I didn't fall again. And, you know, the boys were, you know, uh, our oldest never really uh, falls and our youngest had gotten a lot better. So, you know, I took the risk and got on the lift with you. So we're on a, a six person lift. Yes. I think it's important to share that sure. because it's a, it's a big... Yeah. wide lift and there are four of us and our family yeah. and then two strangers and remember uh for years cuba has been underrepresented <laughs> in the winter olympics in fact i don't think they have representation so i was trying to qualify for their olympic team uh in the ski jump slash the big air ski. so <laughs> here's what happened we are getting off the lift it's probably the last run of the day mm -hmm. and uh, my oldest is to my left um between him and my youngest, and then Cheyenne is our bookend, bookend all the way on the, the end. four of us. So we get off, and he hits a piece of ice, and he's a border. And these borders are extremely dangerous. Don't let people tell you otherwise, folks. <laughs> ski, you know, they should have a board mountain and a ski mountain. But anyway, <laughs> um, he gets off. The lift. So our teenager gets off the, the lift. We all get off the lift at the same time, but he hits a piece of ice uh, apparently and starts coming right in front of me. And I'm going he straight. He kind of does a little 45 degrees slippery doodah, and he he's fallen. He turns and angles himself in toward in front of everyone getting off the lift. In front of me, actually. Let's be clear. My you, path. My path. And your path, right in so front of your falls, path. He falls. In front he of falls. Me. And then our you. youngest, I think, out of his peripheral vision, uh, sees some commotion, and he panics, and he falls. So now I got two. You're in next between to me two boys. Your two boys. At a 45 degree angle, so there is no lane. <laughs> need to get off the lift. So, you know, I resigned myself to the fact that I'm falling. And as I fall to the left, I look to my left and I see the most horrible thing I've ever seen recently, which is my son's snowboard, snowboard. go from, if you're not watching the video, I'm going to explain it. It's a it's a horizontal position, right? How you would go down the mountain on right. it, and it flips to a vertical position. Right. As so just like, as I'm coming down. So the edge. So you came edge. down. I came down on the edge. On top of the edge of, of his, his snowboard. snowboard and I bounced off of that thing. I it's a blur to me because I saw well the screaming wasn't a blur was you it? guys get <laughs> off and I, it's only a miracle that I did not trip over everyone and make it worse and you, land on you, top you, of you. You get off on skate didn't you? I did yeah. I saw everyone I somehow in my still my new beginnerness right. was able to get around you guys. Sure you're a skier of course. Um, and you ended up on the other side no, of me. Because what happened was once I bounced and I landed and I was writhing in pain. And I'll tell you, you know, so short story is I broke four ribs. I'll tell you real quick about the whole journey. But well, the short story is he was on the ground writhing in pain. And I, they ski li the lift operator stopped the lift. I had to yell for a medic for him to get a medic. Bad. It was bad. At least we thought it was. I mean, I didn't know if I had internal bleeding or if I had collapsed along. I couldn't. I couldn't catch. While you breath. were on the ground, yep. I was trying to get the children and all of our equipment out of the way so that the lift could, well, people wouldn't be trapped prisoner on the lift because right. it's it was, minutes I was at this point. On the ground, a couple of minutes, and actually, while you were doing all that, there was a gentleman named Jonathan 
uh, who we didn't know, who came over and helped me, he goes, hey, you know, you're in a little bit of shock right now. He talked me off the ledge. He actually got me to stand up and, and go, walk over to sit on a bench. And walk yeah. over to sit on the bench. So, they so could we clear weren't, the so we could clear the right. lane. And we waited for the, for the ski patrol. So we got ski patrol there and um, they did an initial assessment of you. Well, I took all my clothes up because I thought I was bleeding. It was so warm in that area. On your ribs, yeah. And so we took everything off and he looked underneath my shirt and he saw big black and blue and scratches, but thankfully no external bleeding. Mm -hmm. uh, but he didn't know if I might have internal bleeding because I wanted to. So <laughs> here's the thing. My husband can barely move. And he says, oh, I think I'll just ski down the mountain. <laughs> you know, we're tough guys, us army guys. You could not, you could barely even sit up. I could barely no, breathe. No, it couldn't touch you. Yeah. It touched you on your side yeah. there without pain. So, um, so I vetoed the skiing back down well, the mountain. Well, then I suggested, well, maybe I could just get on the lift and they can take me down. Ride the lift down. And he's can you like, the, <laughs> you would fall out of the lift. You wouldn't be able to pull the bar down. I wouldn't be able to pull the bar down. You're right. The ski <laughs> patrol guy was very patient. And he said, sir. I think his name was Evan. Yeah, he, his name was Evan. He said, listen, uh, I don't know if you have internal bleeding. You can't, you're not going anywhere. I'm like, well, how are you getting me down? And he goes, oh, we're going to put you in that gurney over there. <laughs> and I was like, in a gurney. And so they wrapped me up like a little burrito. And yes. I asked if I could cover my face completely because I didn't want anyone taking pictures of me being gurneyed uh, off the mountain. You didn't want to be recognized on the mountain? I did not want to be recognized. So it was like a snowmobile type of yeah, situation that pulled you yeah. down. A little sled on the back. The sled. Oh, I know. I helped you get into it. Yeah. Helped them put you in it. And so you and the boys met me. They took me down to the... They drove you down the mountain. Drove me down the mountain, which hurt like heck. As you might imagine with Probably four broken ribs uh, and, and hitting know, the bumps, hitting the bumps all the way down. Oh, it's like, not oh, funny. I'm it, sorry. I'm laughing. It's torture. And so we get to the bottom and they have a hospital, right? Shocker. At there the is a, it's not a hospital. It's like an, ur it's, it's, like an, like an it's like an urgent care, basically right at the a medical facility at the base of the mountain. A large, sophisticated, more sophisticated care, right? than an urgent care, but uh, ready to treat problems like this. The busiest urgent care in America. There's slings, there's crutches, <laughs> there's moaning, there's blackouts, there's everything. It's, it's banana land. Anyway, they did um, a CT scan uh, and they found, or, or at least an x-ray. An x-ray. Four broken ribs. Four broken ribs. And the radiologist said he's, he's got a little bit of uh, blood in the lung, a little pinhole, what appears uh, mm -hmm. in the lung. And so because of that, they sent me. So then I get a call that they're going to um, Transport, transport him from the uh, urgent care with four broken ribs in an ambulance to a hospital. Yep. ER. A hospital ER. About twenty, yes. about ten miles north, but twenty minutes because it was mm -hmm. snowing and it was it was icy and so it was, it was bumpy. a lot of snow, a lot of bumps. Not not fun, but thankfully. But you did say you texted me and you did say you got some pain meds and you were feeling better. They're like, <laughs> sir, your face is looking a little pain right now. Would you like some pain meds? I'm like, I'll take whatever you got. And they say, a warm rush just enveloped me and. I think I fell asleep until we got up there. Okay. Yeah. And I wasn't allowed to go into COVID. the urgent care or to go to the hospital because yeah. of COVID. So um, I skied down the mountain with the boys and then I went to the urgent care and I found all your stuff sitting outside the door, the, the skis, skis the and boot, your boots and your goggles and everything Disaster. out there. Yeah. So I collected all of that stuff and, um, and brought you yeah. know, brought that where it needed to go, but it was quite yeah. uh, an I, ordeal. I had to stay overnight. Uh, the trauma stay. surgeon came in and after they did a CT scan, they, he's like, listen, um, you've got a little blood. 
you've got a little pinhole. Uh, the radiologist actually suggested surgery and the trauma surgeon overruled him and said, listen, uh, I've seen, you know, you can imagine what I see up here. And based on what your age and your state of health, I think that by tomorrow morning, we're going to keep you overnight to make mm -hmm. sure I'm right. And if I am, we can release you tomorrow. And he was right. We started putting me on these breathing exercises. and mm -hmm. well, But I will tell you that the care I received in both of those places was phenomenal. I mean, great with everything that's going on in the hospital systems. Yeah. Everyone had a smile on their face. They, you seem very relaxed texting from the hospital. You didn't seem like worked up or upset or anything that you had just broken four ribs and maybe had a punctured lung and good pain meds. So, so think of this: good, good, good pain meds. It's eleven o'clock at night, and the doctor's like, "Well, I got good news and bad news. Good news is you're going to be okay. Bad news is you're going to have to stay the night." And I don't know about you all, but staying the night in the hospital means food, <laughs> means my own TV, no kids. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you could sleep and eat and watch tv you sleep and as I'm much like, as you want i'm like docs sign me up and don't be a rush to get me out of here tomorrow like, <laughs> so, yeah i was you seemed really calm i had a great night yeah once you got to the hospital you seemed very the communication really seemed calm they were really good probably uh, because you weren't in as much pain they were really good the, the, the transport was over and the pain medications were were good and yeah so that was your foray the uh the Cuban attempt to uh, enter the ski jump competition uh, didn't quite work out. Didn't qualify this year, but I've it's got four, I got four years to get back. <laughs> four years to get back. I will never, ever go on a lift with, with you guys again. I will follow. I will go one in front. I'll always sit on the end so that I can ski away from the potential disasters that await. I'll get on an end. You're great borders sorry i hate to discriminate but my goodness <laughs> the borders what did the nurse say this the uh the nurse said that at the hospital didn't you say that she felt like snowboarders needed a separate mountain she said uh, <laughs> when, when i walked her through what I, we just walked you through and i told her what happened she was like you know what those borders just need to be on another mountain i'm like amen sister <laughs> amen well we're glad you're okay and you're on the mend and uh back running two weeks later you're i know you're back running. you're tough tough and you're healing quickly so healing quickly yep yeah all right anything else uh before we close out the winter olympics i was gonna say go team usa go team usa all right bye everyone see bye. you next time